Welcome to the True Exact Show. I'm joined here by Brian, Eric, and our guest today is Toronto boxer Nick Fantauzzi. I hope they got that right, didn't I? I just yes, you did. Okay, thank God. <laughs> hey, you've been seeing, if you watch some of our older episodes, which hopefully you haven't because the quality is garbage and the, just <laughs> it's all bad. Uh, we've been rocking some of Nick's shirts. Uh, uh, we've had some of his apparel because uh, he was nice enough to send them down. I've known him for like 14 years. And uh, when I knew him, he did not even box. And then... <laughs> One day, uh, my cousin said, yeah, we're going to Nick's fight. So he's a boxer now, professionally in Toronto. So tell us about how you got into this, man. And Because uh, when I knew you, you weren't one. So what changed yeah. the direction? What happened? So I was, you know, when I was like 15, I, I started doing it in my basement, just like anybody else. My little brother had a punching bag, so I started hitting it. And I just uh, watched the Rocky movies. I fell in love with it, right, just like everybody else. Then I started watching real boxing, and then, uh, and then that's when I uh, – Fell in love with the sport. So then, yeah, I was 19, 19 when I first went into a boxing gym. So, yeah, my friend, my first fight was two thousand seven. Jeez, amateur fight. How old were you? I was twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. So right before I met you was probably my first amateur fight. Did um, you win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was a crazy event. It was in front of five hundred people. It was my first fight. Jeez. I knocked I knocked the guy down thirty seconds into the fight. Wow! Big Serbian guy was six foot four, huge. Did you? <laughs> did, did you, you feel? Damn. Go on, Eric. Go on. I was gonna say, if you got your ass kicked, do you think you would have just? That would have been your last fight. <clears throat> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> uh, now, did did you think you were untouchable? Like, you know, if you're a comedian, you go up and you kill it the first night, and you're like, oh, this is gonna be so easy. Like, yeah, did you, you have what? that? I thought I was gonna go into fights and because I, I hit kind of hard. I thought I was just gonna go into fights and hit guys one time and they're gonna fall down. <laughs> Like you're just stupid when you're young, right? Yeah. It's a good mentality to have, but as long as you don't get scared, you don't knock them down. Right. So what changed your mind? What were you doing before boxing? So out of high school, I just started getting random jobs. Uh, I got a job right right when I started, like right before I started boxing, I got a job at the city of Vaughan. So I worked there for 11 years, including when I went professional. I was still working. So I worked there for, like, Vaughn's just outside of Ontario. It's a small, well, not that small. It's growing. It's a growing municipality outside of Toronto. So I was working there doing, like, in the parks department. And then uh, kept doing both. And then one day I said, you know what? I can't keep doing all this. And training clients at the same time was too much. So I quit my job. I started training clients full-time and then boxing. And then uh, that's when my pro career took off. So you were, train you were a boxing trainer first? Like, I was... Like, I was boxing since 2007, but, like, the last few, like, maybe four or five years ago, I started kind of getting into training clients a little bit. Right. And then it was too much because by the time I'd work all day and then have a client do my own training, I kept getting injured. Because, okay. Uh, you don't sleep enough. You, you know, that's when you get injured, when, you, when you're not rested. So, right. I had, like, one thing after another, I was getting uh, herniated disc in my back. I, I um bad sciatica i tore my uh bicep tendon like you could probably see the scar look at that scar yeah it is that big so i did that all these bad injuries i had and then uh you know a lot of people you know including a lot of my good friends say hey, you know what maybe it's time to quit because you're 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 you always win but your body just get, keeps getting injured right and instead of doing that I just you know what screw this i'm gonna put all my eggs in one basket and i just focused on boxing and then i took off Jeez. How do you how do you train yourself to get punched in the face? 
to be honest, man, it, this, this sounds so weird. I'm not trying to sound like a tough guy. I just always had this. It's probably because my older brother beat the crap out of me growing up all the time. I, I never, I don't feel pain. Like, I don't, I don't get hurt. Even as a boxer, I've never felt dizzy. I've never been, like, knocked out. Never, nothing like that, right? The only time I've, I've, I've been on the canvas is when I, like, balance issues, right? So, oh, yeah. I don't ever, I'm not, af- I'm not afraid of getting hit. But that being said, I don't want to get hit, right? right. Yeah, of course. Who wants to yeah. get punched in the face? It's ironic if he said he never, like, felt anything from it and, like, he imagined this whole interview was going on. <laughs> he was just talking to nobody. Yeah. I'm completely fine, guys. <laughs> what, yeah. what, what made you go the boxing route and not MMA? Uh, well, well first, first, like, it wasn't really that popular at that time. It was just uh, starting to get more, a little bit more known, but uh, – to be honest with you, the whole thing is like I, I would actually like to do that, maybe one time, two times, just have a couple fights, just because those crossover things, just for fun. Because I think I would yeah. do good, but I would need the training, right? I don't, I don't have the oh, training. Of course. Have yeah. you ever? Have, did you ever used to wrestle? No, I, I dabbled with it, but like very, like I, it's not even worth mentioning. So I kind of want to get that basis of doing that, but the reason why I'm not going to is because I don't want to risk getting injured doing that and then screwing my boxing. Right. Yeah, it's it's difficult because I did uh, BJJ for a little bit. And, yep. I mean, I wrestled in middle school. And, I mean, I stopped mm-hmm. in high school. But <clears throat> I did it for a couple of years. I had some skill with it. And mm-hmm. I tried to do – it doesn't translate, um, like, wrestling to MMA. It does slightly as far as, like, the holes and things like that go and trying to, the takedowns and all that stuff. But yep. the difference was, and I learned it real quick, it was like one of the first couple classes that I took. Um, I went in, and in wrestling, it's okay to give someone your back. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you want to do because they can't put you in a full nelson. and they can't do anything else to you. Mm-hmm. In BJJ, you never give someone your back. And yeah. I learned that by getting choked out. Oh. What's, yeah. BJ, what's BJJ? Just Brazilian curious. Jiu-Jitsu. Oh, Wow. Oh, I did not know you did that. All right. I wish I would have been there when you got choked out. It would have been <laughs> It's Eric, not fun. Eric, didn't you do like one, like you had like a free course on like a kickboxing thing and you said like afterwards you were just dead tired? Oh, uh, I, so I went to like a regular gym first and it was like a free session and I was an idiot and I had family over right before. It was like a Wednesday night after work and I had pasta, meatballs, and garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> stuff right before right so i go there and the guy i'm like sitting there thinking all right it's a gym right so the guy's gonna be like this is how you punch you know like whatever so the guy goes all right here hit the mitts i'm going bang 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 back and forth up and down this gym twice right i go he goes oh you're tired already i was like nah i was like i swear i'm not a pussy i just ate a lot and he's like that sounds like what a pussy would say and then (laughs) i went to the bathroom threw up and then i went back out but that was like the first one but then i did like um this like zealous, whatever gym was in Middlesex. I did that for a little bit, and that was like zealous. The best shape. zealous yeah, that was the best shape I've ever been in. Yeah, it's also like <laughs> I was twenty four, I think, and there were kids that were like eighteen, nineteen there. So it's like they're sitting there like, yeah, I can't wait to do this. I'm saying like I had a long ten hour day. <laughs> this kid's trying to punch me in the face. Like it was just I'm like, all right, man, let's chill for like a little bit, you know. So yeah, cool. I yeah. like it. I like it a lot. Nick, that's that brings us to a good segue here. Do you wish you got into it younger? Like, do you wish at, like, 13, 14, you would have been like, uh, I wish I this is what I wanted to do. Do you feel like you got in a little late? You know what? Yes. 
Yeah, you know what? Yes and no. Um, it can go both ways. I know some guys who started off really young, and by the time they're about to go professional, they just didn't want to do it anymore. Their bodies took so much punishment, beatings. No, no I'm not talking about fights, just the training alone mm-hmm. and uh, all that kind of stuff, right? So, you know, maybe I would have started earlier and I would have got injured. Or maybe if I didn't start at the time I started now, I wouldn't be as smart. I wouldn't be as – I wouldn't know how to manage myself as as, as well, you know. It's a lot more difficult, especially being a Canadian. Like, I'm not saying you can't do it, but it, there's a lot more opportunity in the States. Mm. So, with everything, you know, sponsorship, everything like that that helps out athletes as they're coming up, right? So, yeah. you know, it's, it's uh, it could work both ways. But, yeah, I do wish I started younger. Like, even pro, I wish – I was supposed to go pro after four or five years of being an amateur. It took me ten years before I went pro because of injury. How do you – now, what constitutes you going pro? Like, well, how does that – like, what is that? Professional boxing is probably the easiest sport to get into as a professional athlete. Okay. Um, you, don't have, you don't have to have any prerequisite. You could not even have an amateur fight and you can go pro. You just don't want to because you'll get killed. But, uh, like, um, I think <laughs> My it's Bernard time Hopkins. to shine. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bernard Hopkins, I think, is one of the rare exceptions. He, he, had, he started <clears throat> learning boxing in prison and he had, like, I think he might have had one amateur fight, if that, got out of prison, went pro right away. He actually lost his first fight, and then he had a great, amazing career. But yeah. one of the, the few guys that actually was successful at having an amateur career. So all you have to Probably do is pass only your- only one recorded amateur fight. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would it take for you to come to the states to be a pro fighter? Is that like what that what would that path look like, and and would you do it? Yeah, it's, it's easy. All I'd have to do is go to any, any gym I want to in the States and, and go there and say, you know, if, you know, some gyms don't really take people, but most people would, especially if you're, you know, a pro, I got 10 fights under my belt. You just go to the gym and you say, I need a trainer. And if they're willing to train you, that, that's all that happens. And you just train there. Yeah. I've been I've been out with you though, and if you started earlier, you definitely wouldn't have been able to put a lot of like alcohol on your body, and you wouldn't have had as much fun <laughs> as you did. No, that's true. That's true. But you know what? I always, I let loose when I did, but I always worked hard. Like I always worked yeah. really hard, and then you know when you're younger, you, you know you start drinking a little bit. You have that. You have partying. You need to experience some of that when you're younger, right? So. I'm glad I did because we had some good times. What what was what was what was the um hardest diet thing to get on? Like your hardest adjustment? Like that? All right, your trainer was like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Like, what was the hardest thing to give up or wake up in the morning and train on? To be honest, nobody has ever said you can't have this, you can't have that. You make your own decisions. If you want to eat whatever you want to eat, you do it, and it affects your your body, right? Like I always ate whatever I wanted. I never gained any weight. As I started getting older, I had to start worrying about what I ate because nutrition is everything, right? You could, you know, eat, you know, horrible, and then it's like it's like you're drinking every night because then you have no energy, you're just still draining, especially as you get older. Yeah. So the hardest thing for me was pasta, man. I love pasta. I could eat it every day, but I just don't. Spoken like a true Italian, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, so what was, um, how did you get hooked up with your promoters? Because like you said, you had, you fought your first fight. You probably didn't have a lot of backing as far. How'd you get noticed and link up with them? So what happened, how I got my promoter now, um, Lee Baxter promotions. They're one of the leading guys in Canada. They're really up and coming. You know, he put on a show with Mayweather. I fought at the ACC, which is now Scotiabank arena where the Raptors Mm -hmm. play. Um, they had a huge show there with uh, a world title fight was the main event. Donna Stevenson and Badu Jack. 
Uh, so I was on that card. But anyway, to get how I got to uh, Lee Baxter, pretty much I was amateur. I, I was going to go pro. I was going to sign with another pro- – well, not sign. I was going to fight under another promoter. Uh, the day after my fight got signed, after all these years, finally I'm getting a fight, right? The guy that I signed to fight broke his – I think broke his leg the next day or something, like the very next day. So I was all pissed off, and I'm like, man, this sucks. I ended up running into uh, Lee Baxter. One of my trainer at the time said, hey, can you drop this off on your way there? So I just dropped it off to the floor. I said, hey, put me on one of your shows, man. I'll, 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 I'm a good fighter. I'll work my ass off. I'll sell tickets. And then he goes, yeah. And then he put me on a show. And then I fought a couple times under him and then been with him ever since. I signed with him after a couple fights. Nice. Yeah. Now, what – um, go on, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> No, I was going to say, it's it's always a great thing when you can do something that you love and you make a living off yeah. of it. You know, that's it's not yeah. easy to do. And there's not a lot of people in the world that are doing that. I mean, look at all us. We go to jobs every day. It might not be your ideal job, might not be exactly what you want to be doing, but, you know, it's what we have to do. So when right. you, you know, you meet someone like yourself, like you get the opportunity to really do that, you know, it's impressive to see. Well, that's why I stand by like what Mickey Fax said when he was on here. He dropped out of law school, man, to pursue his thing. Like that that's real like it's tough to do. It's not easy. So it is really like Brian said, it's nice to see people actually just go for it. And the fact that you just had the balls to go up to a promoter and say, like, sign me, that takes some balls, man. But you know what, you gotta go get it in this world. That's what it is. What weight yeah. class are you? I didn't even I'm uh, light heavyweight, one seventy five. So in boxing, it's light heavyweight, 175 pounds. Right. So, yeah. Have you ever thought about moving up or down? You know, I've always wanted to fight heavyweight. Because as an amateur, I fought at 200 pounds. I fought guys, like, I wasn't even 200 pounds. I was, like, 190. I fought guys that were 250 pounds, 255, um, just to get fights because there was nobody to fight. And then um, – I'm a very, like, I was, like, forcing myself to be 190 pounds. Like, I had to eat like crazy just to do it. And I wasn't even in good shape because of it because I had to put on the pounds, right? Well, I was always in good shape. I have a lot of energy, but not physically at my prime. So I started working on my diet and just really focused on that. And then I fought at 175. So, you know, if I get a big opportunity, I'll fight at 168 even because I make 175 easily. Like, you know, usually I'm 173 at the weigh-in. Like, I have a couple pounds of play right so was it easier to fight those bigger like the heavier guys yeah <laughs> to be honest because I'm, I'm really strong like i'm not saying i'm whatever but i'm very strong like i don't look that strong but i'm, I'm kind of lean but were they I'm slower for me were they slower yeah they were slower yeah. right but the problem is see say you fight at 200 pounds or which is cruiserweight or heavyweight which is 201 plus I could fight somebody that's six foot eight and two hundred fifty pounds. If I could barely make two hundred five, <laughs> like I wouldn't even be able to do that. So wow, there's there's no point. Yeah. Now, do you do any type of like weightlifting or anything like that, or is it just like conditioning and like calisthenic type? Yeah, stuff? I do a lot of strength and conditioning training. For a little while, I kind of slacked on it to be honest. Um, I had a couple injuries that were, you know, my like I broke my hand in my fight last year in March. Mm-hmm. So it was hard. I just could do lower body. I couldn't really do upper body yeah. for a while. Um, so yeah, but I do strength and conditioning. But my my main focus is just my boxing training, my running. Yeah. Um, I got during the quarantine. I got one of those bikes. Uh, you know, me and my girlfriend 
go on one of those bikes. And I burn like five, 600 calories every day. I go on right in the morning. So mm-hmm. I do that. I implement that in my training. I, I run. I run my stairs in my condo. Uh, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's just there. It's interesting because I know there's always the big argument of like, <clears throat> you have uh, fighters that are more muscular and. Mm-hmm people will argue that just because you're more muscular, you don't necessarily, you're not stronger than everyone else, you know, and it might, it's not, it's not something like football, like football might be, you know, if a guy's bigger, he's going to push people around a little bit easier. But when it comes to fighting, I I don't know how familiar you are with like guys in MMA. Yeah, very, yeah. Have you heard of Francis Ngannou? (laughs) Yeah. That's the guy, (laughs) Tyrone Woodley. I mean, these guys, they're monsters. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not even like, you know, there's a lot of guys that you look at and you're like, holy shit, that guy's a fighter. And like, mm-hmm. he's in, they're not in the greatest shape. But I mean, when you see like a Tyrone Woodley and Francis Ngannou, I mean, yeah, they're like gods among men. It's absurd. <laughs> and yeah. all that muscle that they have, they're still able to have all the stamina and all the speed. Yeah. And it, it's just really interesting. So that's why I asked, you know, do you mm-hmm. do weightlifting or do yeah. you stick with more of a mix? Yeah, I, I do weightlifting, but I don't like. You could do. People say you lift heavy or lift light, depending. Like everyone says something different, right? But the thing yeah. is, like, look at boxing. Who they say is the biggest puncher right now? Deontay Wilder, right? Yeah. He's, he's like this. He's a twig. Yeah. He's he's, he's tiny. He's, he's his legs are like you know smaller than mine. I got I got chicken legs, right? <laughs> like his, uh, but he's got so much power. Right? A lot of the lanky, tall guys in boxing or long guys in boxing have a lot of power. Yeah. That being yeah. said. You, you can make yourself a little bit stronger of a puncher by, by putting on muscle, for sure. Like, say me, if I put on another 10 pounds of muscle, it, it's not going to affect my speed too much. And, yeah, yeah. and, I'll, still, and I'll punch harder because I'm bigger. But you can't, like, be a, say, a weak puncher, put on muscle, and all of a sudden become a big puncher. Yeah, because it it's, it's, it's all mechanics. It's like yeah. it's the whole thing of coming up. It's a kinetic chain movement yeah. where you're coming up through your feet and into your hips. It's like yeah. swinging a baseball bat. I mean, you see small guys hitting the ball 400 feet, and you're like, how come this big-ass guy over here can't do the same thing? True. Yeah. And it's just, it's all mechanics. Yeah. Oh. Just, some people are freaks, man. Like, yeah. you, have, you have some people that you look at, and they, like with that much muscle, they can't – like Naganu, he, he should punch like this, Ugh, yeah. but he doesn't. He punches freaking hard, right? I'm not saying yeah. he's the greatest puncher with technique, but he's, he's a beast, man. <laughs> and like – even even someone like John Jones. I yeah. mean, you look at John Jones, he's in really he's in good shape. But yeah. I mean, if you just saw him walking on the street, you wouldn't really think that he's a professional fighter. Yeah. Because he doesn't have that same like definition, that look, you know? Yeah. But I mean the guy's he's a monster and he just destroys people. I yeah. mean he's a dumbass too, but <laughs> we can't that's, can't that's the problem out. with those smaller fighters is if you're drunk at a bar you'd pick a fight with them if they talk <laughs> shit and not realize they're oh, MMA you never content. know. <laughs> and we know some people who would just be like, Yeah, whatever, pussy, and they get the shit beat <laughs> out of them. <laughs> hey Nick, I have to ask, um, so now your your hands are legalized weapons correct you know what i've always heard this but yeah. i've never gotten any documentation okay. saying anything about like I've, <laughs> never got, I've never got anything saying okay you're a professional boxer you right. can't do this right. or that i'm sure though if i did get into trouble which to be honest i never do but if i did yeah. i think if people find out then all of a sudden it's a big issue right but there's no i have no no kind of paper that says like i have a, my boxing license but nothing that says 
if you hit somebody, you're going to jail, right? Now, have you ever been close to an interaction or altercation where you've actually had to say, like, look, man, like, or one of your friends, he's a boxer, like, and you, luckily the situation got diffused? Yeah, there's been a few times like that. You know, a few, like, luckily, like, this sounds so weird, but me and, like, a lot like Mike in them, you think, like, my buddy Mike, your cousin, you know, you think uh, he's a shit disturber. You think he'd get into a lot of trouble, right? But we, me and my friends just surprisingly almost never got into fights. Right. The only time I ever had to really step in is when somebody was picking on my friend and I just said, like, you know, get, get away, like, back away, right? Yeah. But I never, you know, I don't feel the need to hit anybody. Like, I, I'd rather just talk and then if I have to, I do it, right? Yeah. It's funny it works out like that. Like, when I was in Portland, I knew a couple dudes. One was a bodyguard for the Kardashians and Kim mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Kanye West. And he's a giant dude. He knows do everything and i'm like have you ever been in like a street fight though and he goes no it's like when you know how to destroy somebody you're not walking around looking yeah yeah person that's like i got something to prove you know (laughs) that's the thing you're you're 100 right i have like i have nothing to prove like the only time i would is if i have to defend myself or my friends which you know that's the only time i would be I, I literally don't want to punch anybody in the face. I'm a boxer, but I don't unless I'm in the ring. Because yeah. when I'm in the ring, I'm a different person. That's yeah. your job. I don't want to do fucking yeah. paperwork and answer emails while I'm at home. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, so what was your favorite fight that you had? Um, now, it could have been – well, you're undefeated, right? Not to blow yeah. your, your horn. So have you been close <laughs> to a title fight keep, yet? Keep yeah. yeah, the um, what great the, hair you have too, man. Yeah. During this, look at this, man. During the quarantine, shit. No, uh, I'm the title fight should happen. The Canadian title is gonna happen anytime now. I'm just nice. waiting on that. Um, you know, my favorite fight had to have been my fifth fight when I fought at the Air Canada Center, like mm-hmm. that. You know, Scotiabank Arena now, the Air Canada Center. That that was a a big deal to be on the world title undercard. Yeah, and, uh, got a, a knockout on the third round with a body shot. It was it was awesome. That's yeah. awesome, man. So was that one of your moments? <laughs> you were like, "Wow!" Like every all my hard work, like I'm here. Like yeah, one of those. Yeah, hundred percent. Because the, the thing is, people, you know, a lot of people are are kind of ignorant when it comes to boxing. Not not for you know anything against them, but just they think, "Oh, you're a professional boxer," or "When are you going to be like a real pro?" Like, "What are you semi?" Like people don't understand that it's either amateur or professional. Like. People don't like they. They only think if you're on TV, like Floyd Mayweather, then yeah. you're a boxer. Mm-hmm. So at first, people are like, "Oh yeah, cool, it's boxing, whatever." Right? My first four fights, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, you're doing good, whatever." I fought at the Air Canada Center there, the Scotiabank Arena. All of a sudden, everyone was like, "Holy shit, man, you're fucking the best!" Oh, you're, you know. Yeah. So you know, it kind of it, it opened people's eyes up and it kind of raised my stature a bit. And then now, all of a sudden, it's getting a lot more popular. Especially around Toronto, it's getting bigger, right? Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. How um, who's your favorite? I saw you got a birthday shout out from yeah. your boxers. So, who was your favorite growing up? Like, who's the guy you modeled your fighting after? Well, I didn't model my fighting after him because I can't. But Roy Jones, <laughs> like you know, yeah. Usually, usually, boxers or fighters like people who they're not really similar to. Okay. Um, like you'll have a guy like like not Floyd, but you know you'll have. You know, a guy, Mike Tyson, he'll like the most technical boxer you can think of, right? You think he'd only like big punchers and this and that. He'll like, he likes technical fighting, right? And like, for me, um, Roy Jones was just a freak athlete. He was, he was my favorite. 
boxer. Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend got me a little shuttle for, for my birthday from him. <laughs> when, when did Tyson retire? Have you seen on Instagram? He's he still, just unretired. Yeah. Really? He Dude, still has it. His again. body shots are crazy. Well, you probably never lose your punching. It's like riding a bike for you, right? Like it's just he's, matter. He's, he's probably he probably he probably can't go twelve rounds and be like yeah. he probably dies. I bet you he could. I bet you he, he could. He could knock you out in one. He couldn't <laughs> even go twelve rounds. He couldn't even go twelve rounds in his prime. If he got past but the fifth, he'd get knocked out. But now he's fifty three. He's got some years. Can you imagine Mike Tyson somehow saw this and just beat the shit? <laughs> That'd be awesome. He shows up to your house. <laughs> I'm like Nick, help, Nick, help. Michelana, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? <laughs> yeah, the crazy thing about that video—it's—it's it's a very short fifteen seconds. Yeah. you could look—you could look like an all-star doing it, right? Yeah. The, the thing is about that though—he looked better in that video than his last couple fights. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like, even for that split second when he had those those fights against um, Kevin McBride and uh, whoever was the other guy that he fought, uh, it was Danny Williams. But yeah, Kevin Kevin, uh, Kevin McBride—he was horrible. He just quit. He just said it. Like he just did it for money. He even said after the fight, "I just did it for money." If you right. go into a fight just for money, you're done. Yeah. If all you care you about do anything is just for money. money, yeah. Now let me let me ask you this, just because you just brought it up, and yeah. I thought about it before, and you don't have to explain anything about it if you don't want. What do you make like off of, uh, let's say, like a smaller fight as opposed to like a bigger fight, like the one where you did in the arena? To be honest, at, at my level, like under when you're under ten fights and that kind of stuff, you, you pretty much it gradually increases. Mm -hmm. Right? It depends on who you are. If you if you're an Olympian, uh Sugar Ray Leonard, for his this is years ago, for his debut, he got forty thousand. Mm. Okay. Some people have to pay for their debut to get on a show. Wow. Shit. They'll, they'll go to a promoter and say, Listen, here, just put me on the show here and they'll that 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 that's happened before. Um, like a lot. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's like anything. I mean, you're going to pay to like kind of get your way in. If you really do believe in yourself, you'll put money behind yeah. it. But that's, a sh that's kind of a shame, though. <laughs> that's exactly what uh, Nino said about the music business. People are play yeah. paying to open. And that yeah. kind of sucks in a way because it's just – it's like that doesn't mean you're getting the best fighter on the card. So yeah. it's kind of like – you're gonna make me hate the sport, Nick. <laughs> well, you know what? That's it's not. God, this is the real world. This is the fucking reality of the world. I know. People I know. Pay money for everything. Yeah. In Canada, your 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 pro debut. Yeah. If you're a nobody that you know, you just make your pro debut. Nobody knows who you are. You'll probably get Canadian seven hundred bucks. Okay. Canadian. You know, this is everyone's different, right? Every yeah. every level is different, and you go up and up, right? So. So yeah, it's kind of like now. Do your followers do they check on like your Instagram? All right, this kid has this many followers, so he's more popular. Do they go by that shit too, or no? Not really. Most no? of it, um, most of it's just you know. I guess you can say ticket sales. You got to prove yourself. Right. Like my first fight, I didn't tell the guy sign me. I said I just want to fight. Give me a fight. I'll, I'll 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 do well. I'll put on an exciting fight and I'll sell tickets. So then I kind of proved myself. My first couple of fights, you know, it happened where one, the first fight I did pretty, pretty good, right? Second fight, better. And I kept going. So then I kind of proved myself, right? You have to, you can't just be a good fighter. You have to kind of, you, you can't, but you know, you're not, you, you might not go everywhere. You have to kind of cover all angles now, especially with social media, yeah. you know, yeah. 
I work my ass off to try to do stuff on social media. And, you know, I have, what, 3,000 plus yeah. followers. No, it's hard, you know. Yeah. Yeah, very hard. You're not willing you got, you got 3,000 followers. We just hit the 300. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. It's, I know. It's so – well, the problem is it's so saturated. Now, there's so many yeah. shows, boxers. Like, there's artists who, like – Watch our stories, and we'll click on their page, and it's sixty thousand followers. Rapper, I, who is this guy? Like, I've never yeah. even heard of these fucking people. Yeah. But um, have you ever been starstruck yet with meeting someone? Meeting someone like a boxer? Have you met or, or not? Yes, yet? I don't really. I don't really get starstruck. Um, to me, like people will say to me, "Oh, it's so cool, you're a boxer, this and that." I just think I'm a regular person, and everyone else is the same. Like, I don't really care about celebrities. Um. That being said, the one guy who in Canada I've never met that I always wanted to is Lennox Lewis, and that finally happened like six months ago. So nice. that was I wanted to meet him because he's one of my favorite boxers. I would say he's actually one of the more underrated boxers of yeah, the nineties. I really 100%. would. He was. He, he was just, murdered these guys. He was just very boring. That was his problem. He knew boxingology. Remember that shit? But he should have. He beat Holyfield yeah. twice technically, and they robbed them the first fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Like Lennox was, he was a, he's, he's a monster, man. Like he could do everything. He could box, he could punch, he could, he could do everything. Is he? Was he? Now you know this more than me. Was he the last Canadian uh, champion? Uh for heavyweight, yeah. For heavyweight, right? Yeah. 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 That's like now when people say like boxing is dying out, like do you feel that way or you feel it is making a comeback with the heavyweights? Because uh, for a while, like. Honestly, it seems like after Lewis and yeah. Holyfield, you had you had Lewis, Tyson, and O2, I think, and then Ramen fought him, and it kind of like then the Klitschko brothers just what fought each other, or didn't fight each other. No, they did for years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, those are the only two heavyweights. Do you feel it's making a comeback now? You know what, man? This is gonna sound weird, but like Brian, you were talking about MMA. The reason why boxing, I think, is making a comeback is because of MMA, because. Right. MMA, the one, the thing I give them the most credit for, like UFC, if you're the best, you're fighting the best. Right. If you're number one, you're fighting that number two, number three guy, no matter what. Yeah. Right. In boxing, for years, mm -hmm. you'd have Mike Tyson fighting Joe Schmo, that, you know, is garbage. You know what I mean? Just or you'll have dog shit out. That's of an amazing. That's an amazing point. Uh, yeah. I think you're getting as UFC. Dana White made the fights happen. The fans wanted to see. Mm -hmm. And, like, boxing, it took forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like you guys are talking, Brian, you're talking about uh, jiu-jitsu and wrestling. I respect the hell out of those guys. I know a lot of those guys have a lot of MMA friends. Mm -hmm. I personally just don't like watching a fight on the ground. I just don't. Yeah. Like, that's my preference. Yeah. And that being said, um, they might not like watching boxing. They'll think it's boring. Yeah. Like. That you know, you need to really understand either sport to really appreciate the tech, the technique, right? I personally don't like, like I hate when MMA goes to the ground, mm -hmm. but it's probably because I don't know anything about it, right? Mm -hmm. I agree with that though. I'd rather watch. I want to see someone get punched in the face. I mean, that's yeah. just me if I'm tuning in. No offense. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, wanna, yeah. Like, I, I would rather. More I would rather if yeah. I was in a fight and I'm losing the fight, standing up. Of course, I'm going to keep trying and, and and go for it. But the worst thing would be. To be lying on the ground and have some guy that's probably not stronger than you, but just so much better technique holding you down and just treating you like a bitch. Like, I would just, that would be the worst thing in the world. You just can't just get this guy. 
<laughs> yeah. You just going to sweaty ass off you, man. It's, I'm yeah. stop. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Nick, Nick, how yeah. long does it take you to recover after a fight? Ah, uh, it, it, it depends. Like, um, I'm let's usually, say, let's say you got hit a pretty, a pretty good amount of times, you know, you got rocked around a little bit. You won, but yeah, you know, you know, I, to, luckily I haven't really taken that much, that much punishment, even as uh, an amateur, like I've never got beaten up. But the thing that does bother me after a fight that I noticed the most, my back is sore. Yeah. Um, just from all the punching and, and yeah. yeah, my back gets sore. And, and uh, like I remember one time I had a fight. It was my sixth fight. And it went to a decision. I got, I got a decision against this guy. And I got home at like 1 o'clock in the morning from after the fights. And I started work the next day at the city at 5.30 oh, in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And this guy was dirty, man. He cut, he cut me with an elbow. And uh, and I was like, I have a big cut over here, so. You know, it's and that's how you showed up on your first day. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was my first day of work. It was just the next day. Yeah. It was a oh. Sunday that I worked. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to a doorknob. <laughs> Nick, how shitty? How shitty is Toronto traffic? Sorry, the thing shut out. Right how now? Yeah. No, in general. It's amazing. There's no in, traffic. In general. In general. How shitty in is general, traffic? In it's, general, it's disgusting. It's, <laughs> it's the worst. Sorry, I just had to say something about, like, how shitty your traffic was because we have it here. Before I wish you a happy Victoria Day, which is Monday. Is that Canadian? Oh, thanks. Now, what, <laughs> whatever the hell. What's Victoria Day? I think it's just, like, an excuse to, for me to work. It's, like, an excuse to do something, I think. <laughs> But, all right, you cut out a little. Go, bro. Sorry. No, it's like July 4th. Excuse to drink. All right, Nick, yeah. uh, thanks for joining Every us. Month. We're going to get to uh, our gun to head segment. I know Eric's got a couple he's going to ask first. This is, uh, just, we're going to ask some questions. Uh, and, uh, you know, give us answers. This could be boxing-related. Some of mine are Canadian-related. It's anything. <laughs> Go, Eric. Okay, if you could watch any boxers in their prime go at it, who would it be? Two people. I'd like like Rocky Marciano against against Roy Jones, the heavyweight. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, and uh, three people. Who would you fight in a ring? A singer, an actor, and a boxer. Who'd I? Who would you fight in a ring? A singer, an actor, or a boxer? A boxer. Wouldn't it be fair otherwise. Well, like name one. Sorry, name. Oh, one. <laughs> okay. Who would I? I like that answer, Singer Kanye West, because I can't stand him. <laughs> I don't. Everyone loves him, but I can't stand him. Uh, an actor, probably Nicolas Cage, because I can't stand him, and I just want to punch him. <laughs> oh my god! But he's gonna play Joe Exotic. Nick Cage. <laughs> is, it, is it because he, he? Is it because he ruined the fight in Snake Eyes by realizing the boxing match was that, rigged? That's good. <laughs> that's good. No, because he always talks like this, and he's annoying. <laughs> I, I just he can't does, stand he does. Con Air was great, though. Con Air was great. And then what boxer? What was it? The boxer air? Yeah, boxer. Yeah. Boxer. Who did I want to fight the most? Oh, man. Even if it meant you got obliterated. Ah, uh, I don't know. Who do I want to fight the most? Rocky Marciano, man. That'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be great because you both be undefeated, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's some more. Ready? Would you rather fight a bear or a cheetah? Uh, a cheetah. Yeah. Uh, poker or blackjack? Poker. Cooler guy, Ivan Drago or Apollo Creed? Uh, Creed. <laughs> 
No, Red, I think Drago. Oh, I'd go Drago. Yeah. Pineapple. Pineapple on pizza or no? Nah. Like maybe All for right. one slice. Alright. Uh <laughs> Barry Melrose or Don Cherry? Uh I don't even know who Barry Melrose is, so I'll say Don Cherry. I threw out some hockey guys for you. I figured you know some. <laughs> would you rather would you rather take a, another Raptors title or a Maple Leaf Stanley Cup? Raptors title. Really? They yeah. wow, Chebs would be fucking furious at you right now. Like I never watch hockey, man. It's I I don't know why. I just I don't watch sports in general anymore except boxing. Right. Would you rather would you rather own fish or birds? Fish cuz they're not annoying. Would you rather take an uppercut or a right hook? Uh, right hook. How much does an uppercut hurt? I just have to ask that. Like, it's just annoying. It's like, fuck, why you get hit with that? <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, the Mortal video Kombat. game? Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, the movie? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Sonic right. Blade was hot. Wait, wait, time out. Who would you fight in? Who would you fight in Mortal Kombat? I watched that movie last night. Sign your blade. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll start grappling. That's what I'll start. No, I want to punch her. I just do grappling. Right? Okay. Nice. Yeah. You'd quickly turn into an MMA fighter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dude, my girlfriend's going to kill me. All right. <laughs> Sushi. Don't worry. We only get like 30 viewers. She won't be one of them. <laughs> Sushi or tacos? Tacos. Would you rather be Edward Scissorhands or Count Dracula? Edward Scissorhands. Nice. <laughs> Apple Jacks or Fruit Loops? Fruit Loops. Molson or Labatt? Oh. Um, either. No, really? I don't like, I don't really drink beer, so. All right, whatever. Yeah. Bieber. I never liked it. I always like, I always like hard stuff. Right. Bieber, Drake, or Celine Dion? Sorry, Bieber or Drake? Or Celine Bieber. Dion? Bieber, okay. Oh, Celine Dion, come on. Yeah, thank Celine you. Perfect. I'm with you on that one. All right. Would you rather 100%. go to Would you rather go to Wegs for dinner or Pizza Pizza, or Pizza Nova? Pizza Nova. Pizza Nova. Really? Over Wegs? That's yeah. like the first place I went to when I went up there. I know, but they went downhill, man. The food yeah. started getting bad. <laughs> they got it. They're not going to be posting your fucking photo on their wall anytime soon. They never do. They never do. Ryan, do you have any or no? Yeah. <laughs> would you Would you rather be a tree or live in a tree for one year? <laughs> live in a tree for a year. That'd be yeah. sick. A tree host. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather fart really loudly or poop your pants silently? Sorry, the, the, which one? Uh, fart loudly. Yeah, who would take shitting their pants? I don't know. You would always <laughs> know when you fart. Would you rather be without elbows or without knees? Hmm. He's a boxer. Uh, elbows. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? One horse-sized -sized, uh, duck. Well played. <laughs> Is that it, <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. All right, Nick, plug your, <laughs> plug your stuff, man. Your Instagram, your merchandise. Uh, my Instagram is Nick underscore Fantasy. Uh, well, I should be having some big fights soon after all this is done. So I'll keep posting on that. My Facebook's Nick Fantasy. And uh, 
that's it, man. All right, thanks, Nick, for coming on, man. Uh, hopefully I see you soon. If you come down in uh, August, let us know. Yeah, 100% August, man, I hope. I hope.